Pancho. Yes, bro. What are you saying? Good, thank you, man. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good, thank you, man. It's good to see you. Good to see you too, again. Hunchalini the first. Chat to me. We. How are you feeling right now? I'm feeling positive, man. Just released the tape. So, yeah, just pushing that right now. I'm just um, getting a good response in general. So, yeah, but we're still working. So, yeah, I'm feeling the same as usual. We first met, obviously, hopefully you remember, mm. in uh, May 2018 when we did the first interview. Which and it was it was just after you released 48 Hours. It w- no, I think, it w- was it 2018 or 2019? 2018. 18, so it wasn't even Utopia, was it? No, it was 48 Hours. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so we met um, off High Street, Ken. Mm-hmm. And back then you told me you've only been making music for a year and a half. Yeah. So we're like another year and a half, maybe two years down the line now. Mm. But the milestones have just gotten incredibly big. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gone relatively big, but it's all because of the work that I put in. So. 100%. Talk to me about that, man. Whatever you put in, you're going to get out of it, bro. So I just put in my hours and I just get on with it. I've got time to waste. Since then also, obviously, the mask has changed mm. and it's, it's sort of become part of your brand now. Yeah. Beforehand, a quote, I'll give you a quote, which you told me, everyone has their mask that they wear at a certain point in their life when they do certain things. They don't like being so open. Um, I know back then it was more so just about you being reserved, but now I feel like it's a lot more about the brand. It's still got the same meaning, bro. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Just yeah. because it's turned into a brand, it doesn't mean that now it's just turned into a place where, you know, I'm still, I'm now doing the different things I was doing wha- to what I was doing last year. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the mask has changed only because the other mask was, I just felt like it needed a change. I felt like I had developed and I had a little bit of growth, you know, going past 48 hours and so on and so forth. So getting into Utopia, the music that I made was completely different to 48 hours. So I felt like, because the music, you know, I'm getting closer towards this, my sound mm. and perfecting my sound for, let me change my look as well. So, yeah, it is a brand, but nothing's changed. It's still about being reserved. It's still about being private. So, no yeah. Doubt. What about personally? <coughs> How have you seen yourself grow from, from between 48 hours to now? With me, I'm not going to look back at it until the mission has been accomplished. So, you know what I mean? Okay. So, I'm just, I just keep going. I, like, I haven't taken it in. The people around me will take it in. They'll be very happy proud this this that yeah but um for me i don't really take it in until i feel like yeah you like for me i have to look back at it and then take it in and do you know what i'm trying to say um and right now i'm still on a mission so what's the mission the mission the mission is just growth in general musically personally um that's the mission bro so vicking becoming a bit better artist um you know creatively going in a different direction to what other people are doing and Mm -hmm. you know just being a pioneer in what i do that's my mission no doubt and i'm still working towards that i think i think i think one thing about what we notice about m hancho is the fan base is Mm. so pure and it's not like if it's 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 almost it's almost cultish in a way do you know what i mean yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. and the thing is with that it's because it's kind of like, uh, if you compare it to people, uh, NBA Youngboy has his own type of following. With me, it's a, I've got a very diverse crowd that listen to me, people from all ethnic backgrounds. Um, I just feel like I ch- I'm as genuine as I could be, do you know what I'm trying to say? And obviously, in the beginning, it's 
I never really used to have interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. And realistically, obviously, my personality is not bad, bro. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, I'm an outgoing person. I'm a respectful person at the same time. So, um, the fans, I just think they just take to me because of the way I present, represent myself, and the way I handle myself, and this, 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 that. That's I think that's what it is. And obviously, the music as well is very relatable to all different types of people working in all different fields or whether or not they're working or not yeah they're still relatable to in some way so yeah 100 percent, man and you touched on the music so let, let's talk about the album or the project now yeah. so Hunchalini the first when you went in to make this project well i mean first of all were you sat on this music before or mm. or did you go in with a concept in mind because obviously the whole Hunchalini concept is prominent i had the concept i had the name and the idea and everything already mm. Um, and the music was just, you know, it was just natural music. It was just music that I was making. I was going through a certain phase where I'm making the music that relate to certain things in general, do you know what I'm trying to say? Um, and it was just a mixture of songs that were made, made in positive environments or environment in places, different countries. And mm. it's music from all around the world, literally. I've made, that, that tape has been made everywhere. Really? Like, um, like you know, uh, some of it, some of it's North America, London, um, France. Like some of those tunes were made back to back to each other as well, nice. like three songs in a row, or something like that. So yeah, um, that was my concept was just literally give it. I wanted to give it that regal feel. Yeah, do you know what I'm trying to say? And I feel like I've accomplished that my tapes and when i released the tape i wanted to be i wanted to have a vibe i wanted to have a concept or some sort of backdrop to it mm-hmm. um so yeah i feel like I, I'm, i've accomplished that and if i haven't then hopefully on the next one i'll do even better where did that influence come from that regality because i know like i know you do a lot of reading mm. and i mean your last your last project was called utopia bro yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. that's 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 um profound yeah in a way where did where did that this particular influence come from? I just feel like right now, I'm the only only person in that has pioneered my own sound. You know what I'm trying to say? I feel like I've got my own sound. Um, I feel like I was the first person to do the sound that I do personally. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Because I feel like my lane is different to other people that do something of the same sort. Because I have a different variations. You know what I'm trying to say? So I just feel like the first just comes from that. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It's kind of like being the king. Um, and, you know, before Henry VIII, bro, there was, he's the eighth, bro, do you get it? Yeah. There was just Henry the first. So, yeah. He's the most known. Who, Henry the first? Eighth. Yeah, well, obviously, Henry the eighth is most known because of the bad things he did, bro. Right. I don't think Henry VIII was a good guy. But uh, we're talking about a different society right now. We're talking about music. Not, um, doesn't have to relate to. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And I, I mean that's something you touched on. I know you was here like last year, and you were talking to uh, Adam Twenty Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, that's something you touched on about being the first over the hill and breaking down the doors for like the next generation. I feel like that's the best thing to do because there's only so far you can take it. You have to just make sure that there's someone from the other de- generation from the younger generation especially, 
back and take it further than where you took it. That is the plan, bro. Mm-hmm. You're never going to be able to take it. You can, obviously. You can take it as far as you can. But with the right advice and teaching the next next generation how to manoeuvre and blah, 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 you can, you know, make them take it way further than where you took it. Mm. So, yeah. No doubt. On the project, you've got an array of producers. Yeah. Quincy Tellum, ADP. You've got so many, bro. Yeah. Was it just a case of you just going in with them and vibing with them? Or did you have a set plan for each one you wanted to work with? Um, I had, uh, no, it was just getting, literally getting with them. Like with Quincy, I've made a lot of music, so the yeah, selection yeah, was different. Course. With ADP, I've already explained that story. Like I heard the beat through his room. Well, I was in another studio session at like midnight, so I just popped over after that studio session. I went to his, I was there from 12, in, 12 midnight till six in the morning, made PP with ADP. Um, Honeywood Six and um, Naga Beats. Mm. We done uh, Growth, the first track on the tape, where I decided to get someone to do an introdu- introduction for me. Yeah. Um, I feel like working with different producers has is is good because they all have their own unique sound as well. That's this producers got their own unique sound as they well. They do, but I feel like obviously you're carrying the project. Yeah. And I feel like the the beat is almost not to discredit it, but it's almost secondary when you're listening to a to an Andre track? Uh, I'll say yes and no. The beat is just as important as the person that's on the beat, to be honest with you. So, um, you know, you know, all respect to the producers that were yeah, involved because, like, it's not easy, do you know what I'm trying to say? It's not, the process has been overwhelming. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like the, the artist and the beat producers are just as important as each other because, you know, one without the other, you're not going to... You know what I mean? They're not going to have something if one of them is not there. Talking about the beats, and in particular, there was a track that stuck out to me, um, Eagles. Yeah. And in there, you've got a switch up. Yeah. Uh, what was the significance of that? Because you go, you obviously, when it switches up, you go into like a second verse, and it's a lot deeper and more introspective. Yeah, yeah. Um. Uh. So, Eagles is kind of like a... That's a Quincy Tellum beat as well, right? It's a Quincy Tellum beat, yeah. Um. We made that in the studio together. And um, it more so comes from the fact that, you know, I've done Birds for Utopia on my last yeah. tape. It's kind of like, you see the introspection part of it, it's come down to the other side, so I swapped it around. Okay. Um, so when it gets to the second verse of Eagles in general, it's kind of going into like a deeper topic. Uh, we're talking about like death, we're talking about, you know, mental health and stuff like that. So I just feel like the inspiration actually came from Birds but you know because we're talking about growth the whole tape is about growth in general that's the deeper root of it um when you talk about growth you know we went from bird to an eagle bro do you know what i'm trying to say we went from something that would get preyed on to now being a predator do you know what i'm trying to say in you know what I'm trying to say, in the wild in, in 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 wildlife um so yeah man your message is clear and I feel like that's where your sort of fan base has come from, man. Because you t- you talk about it all the time. Yeah. But like it's pure, man. It's just pure. Yeah, know? obviously. Um, I feel like society now there's a lot of fucked up people, man. So yeah. it's good to have like a fan base that's pure for the ones that ain't. No doubt. I just block them. <laughs> you get it. That's 100%. that's how I am. Any type of negative stuff that comes, anyway. And I'm not talking about criticism and stuff like that. If someone doesn't like my music, fine. That's your problem. No, it's there to consume. I'm talking about like any type of negativity in general. Do you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? Like people 
trying to be rude, not to myself, but I'm talking about in general or like, you know, when I'm going to shows and, you know, there's fights breaking out and stuff like that. Right, like right, them right. type of people, I just block them out, man. You know what I'm trying to say? 100%. They're not allowed to attend again. You mentioned demons. Yeah. Would you mind going into sort of what, what demons have you been facing? Because I know it can't, have been, it can't have been an easy journey to get to where you are now. Well, there's a lot of different types, you know what I'm trying to say, and I feel like uh, it's that's a conversation that I don't really speak about myself, you know what I mean? So I usually just keep it to myself, but, you know, to the people that will listen or will read about this interview, it's just about being more headstrong in what you do. If you know, realise, if you always think about your life as a mission, hmm. the demons won't get to you. And if they do, there's always going to be a way you break out of it. It's just a phase. So, yeah. Dope, bro. What's your deepest motivation? My deepest motivation in what sense? What keeps you going? Why do you wake up? It's just the people around me, man. It's good to see everyone happy. Like, happiness is the key. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Happiness is key. If you're not happy, then what's the point? So, it's good to see everyone happy and everyone just working and, you know, everyone getting paid, bro. Uh, family, everyone's good. Mm. Like all of these type of things, they come. That's the biggest motivation of it all. Everything else is just dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Feature-wise, on on the projects, you didn't you didn't have many. Um, obviously, you had Heady on there. Yeah. You did your single with Nave Smalls. Yeah. Were these? What was it like to work? Because obviously you worked with Nafe, wait, Nafe before. Yeah. On the other, on the previous projects. Yeah. Um, were you in the studio together? Uh, yeah, we made it in Barcelona. Uh, we made fun in Barcelona. We were just having fun, man. We've made a lot of music together, so that song there was just so it was just a song that we were actually. Well, I started it. Yeah. And I came back into the room and everyone's just laughing and they're just like, bro. Like only you. <laughs> yeah, Nath was loving it. He just went. I was went back outside, started playing ping pong. Nath went into the booth, went there, done the back to back bit. Then I came back, and you know what I'm trying to say. It was literally like a back and forth, but we had fun making that song. Like, I remember. I was gonna it. say, bro, like it's not like th- there's an underlying sense of humor in in like in, in general music. In general, Some people put music. humor in their music. Like I yeah. tend to do yeah, it sometimes yeah, yeah. as well, but. Like, obviously, there's a serious side to things as well. Of course. You know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah, man. That was with Nath. And with D-Block, I, I bucked uh, a link uh, ads. LB wasn't there. But, um, you know, we, we done, he, he started off in Doge, went back and forth. And then LB finished it off. And, you know, it's good working with them because their work rate's good as well. And, you know, you can get music done and pick the selective ones that I want to Their project was with. Their project was amazing, man. Yeah, man, I, f- I fuck with him. Like I said, man, it's growth, and it, you know what I'm trying to say? Everyone's growing. So, and Heady, I've done that in Paris with Heady. Okay, uh, Fashion Week. Uh, around them times there uh, last yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last year. So, um, working with Heady is, is, is fun as well, man. It's yeah. mad relaxed. Heady don't even smoke. So, he just always looks or seems like he's, yeah, high. Yeah, he's yeah. naturally <laughs> a very funny guy. Do you know what I mean? He is. So, you know, when I work with Heady, I've known Heady for a long time in, in the industry, in the music thing, because when I started making music, like, our come up has been at the same time mm. and we've watched each other grow, um, more importantly. So, 
know, working with him is pretty natural. I was on his first tape, the one. Um, so yeah, man. It's nice to hear that as well because I remember in our first conversation, yeah. um, you were telling me about sort of that sometimes you try and not avoid, but you won't do a feature or something if it's not right, if it's not right for you and it's not, it's not in your aligned with what you're trying to do. And then you told me about Izzy Gibbs sent you a DM once, just congratulating you and on everything, and you felt the purity in that. Yeah, but it's nice. It's nice to hear that because I feel like, how do you feel about the scene in general? Because obviously it's growing so much, and we're reaching overseas territories now, and we're charting, and we're getting number ones and platinum plaques and everything. Yeah, bro, I feel like we're in a good space right now. I feel like even right now, the way we've started off the year, I've dropped my tape. Jay has dropped his tape. Yeah. Weston dropped some music. Merxton dropped a tape. Three different genres. You got grime. You got my genre trap wave you've got um jay huss his genre is just jay huss you know what i mean and all three of them or like you know even western completely different type of music i feel like we started off the year strong collectively um even though we're all individuals we we started off the year very positively and the year last year 2019 was ended on a high note yeah and it was good to take off from that high note instead of setting the bar low you know what I mean? It was. It's been a positive start to the year, and I feel like the UK scene is growing in general. I'm just happy to see everyone doing their thing. Mm. Um, you know, growing, moving their their family and stuff out the hood, and and just the general stuff that's more important in life, man. Do you know what I'm trying to say? So yeah, salute to everyone that's doing their thing right now, bro. I feel like uh, we're in a good space, and to get people to get that worldwide thing, when people need to support each other. Yeah, totally, man. Do you get it? So. Yeah, even regardless, even if you, you don't have to make music with someone to support them. So, yeah, man. It w- it was good seeing, like, it's good seeing everyone grow, literally, bro. Like, people selling out shows and, you know, it's good, man. It's good. It's putting us in a good place. Good. So you're feeling good for it? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good, bro. I'm feeling good. I'm happy. Um, I can't be happier, but... I'm not feeling that good where I'm going to take a rest. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course, man. But I guess we can always all feel happier, man. 100, 100. You know what I mean? What's what's next? Obviously, you're always working on music. I can't even disclose that, unfortunately, because <laughs> I've got some important stuff going on this year. Um, but, you know, for now, I'm just looking forward to my tour, uh, which is coming up mm-hmm. uh, mid-March, April, both of them put together. So we're going to be touring for a month, UK and Europe. Um, in my plans, I've got like Australia, certain parts of the states, and certain p- parts of Canada to go to as well. Yeah, I went to go shoot the PP music video, uh, and I went to do a rap genius uh, breakdown. Um, that was quite funny to be honest with you. Um, uh, it was good, man. It was cold, but it was good, man. Where did you shoot it? Uh, in San Bernardino, it's uh, in between like Vegas and LA. It's out in the desert. Yeah, literally where they film like the hills have eyes and all of that oh stuff. Man. Um, so yeah, it was freezing there, but yeah, we got it done. It looks like it's hot though, isn't it? It looks, it looks mad hot. It, it, looks, do- it looks like you're in a yeah, desert, yeah, but people like got that one idea <laughs> of a desert. It was actually cold, but um, yeah, done that came back as soon as i came back what did i i had to do something when i came back in it like as soon as we landed i went back to my yard and we linked up and we done something i forgot like um yeah i linked my bridge slash manager slash whatever brother whatever we want to call him um and 
you know, we landed at nine in the morning. I went back to my house, showered, got changed, and I had something else to do, uh, music related. So, do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm on the go, man. I'm always working. Do you ever get time to reflect? Uh, when there's like a period of time where I actually get a rest, then yeah, maybe. Uh, in terms of like normally, like if I was to leave this interview room right now, I'll go downstairs with people downstairs, chat, converse, all of that kind of stuff. There's no time to reflect in the car with my guy. There's no time to reflect. Mm. Go to my house. You know what I'm trying to say. So my cousin might be there. My my bedroom might be there. Like, oh. do you feel do you feel it's important though to let things process? Yeah, of course, of course. I love being by myself sometimes, or nearly all the time. I like I like to be alone, bro. Like, sometimes you need that alone time to kind of kind of like doing your wheel alignment for your car, bro. It just puts everything into yeah, balance. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you need that right balance when it comes to like mental health anyway. Well, Hunchalini is out. Hunchalini the first is out. Mm-hmm. Did you have any anything else you wanted to get across or any message to your listeners? What can they expect? Oh, well, they can expect a lot from me this year, to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not even going to tell them to anticipate it. I'm just going to tell them to wait and embrace it. Yeah, 100%. Um, to the people that are still sleeping on me, they can have a sleep or never wake up. I will not be disappointed. Uh, and yeah, we've got bigger and better things to come, man. We've got uh, bigger and bigger things to come, so yeah, Honcholini the first out now. Listen, stream, buy, <laughs> yeah, man. Let's Amazing. take it somewhere far, man. Final two questions. Chat to me. What was the first piece of music you remember purchasing? I, I used to steal music, bro. What was the first to... piece of music you remember getting hold of? Yeah, it was a piracy thing. What, LimeWire? LimeWire, all of that kind of <laughs> New Torrent and all of that stuff. Um, hot New Hip Hop, all of that shit. Yeah, yeah. I used to be, yeah, I used to be a guy on that. Um, manually put it on iTunes and it was mad, it was crazy. <laughs> um, even before them days, uh, the first piece of music, yeah. It was probably like Blueprint by Jay-Z. Wow. Yeah. That's a powerful one still. Yeah, so... That was my first, and then obviously over the years, it was just old school hip hop. Yeah, we're going yeah. into like, um, we're going into all Nas, even Nas. I had Nas's first tapes. Like when, if I'm listening to Jay Z, I'm listening to Nas. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I'm listening to that. Like, um, and yeah, bro, the type of music that I, I bought the first time ever is not the type of music I make. But that's the type of music I love. Like. Yeah, well, you, you, I, I remember you telling me like it's mainly American hip hop that you used to. Yeah, but to real to. rap, you know what I mean? Yeah, real yeah, rap. Yeah. So, yeah, not melodic rap. No. Um. So yeah. Stage or studio? Studio than stage, or stage than studio? Both. I can't choose one of them. No, you gotta choose. Well, you can't. You can't <laughs> because you have to do both. Yeah, you gotta do both. Which, which you prefer? You can't do you can't do stage if you don't go studio. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, agreed, agreed. So which which you get a more energy from? Which you get the vibe from? Uh, def- obviously stage, bro. When yeah. you're standing on the stage, it's like you know everyone's singing your songs back to you and this this that. It's it's crazy, bro. Stage, hundred. Yeah. I feel like to be a complete artist, you should have that performance as well. You, know what you should have your performances on lock. You should be energetic person you know how to navigate through shows and being on stage and how to control control the crowd and all of that stuff so yeah 
stage. Stage. Whatever. Hunch. Appreciate it, man. Thank you, my bro, Thank man. You, Appreciate bro. it, man. Thank you. Man. Good to see you too, man. Awesome. Good to see you too. Awesome. Love, 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 love. What's that, man? <laughs>